Want great business banking features like advanced payment processing? Whitney Bankers can help you find the right solutions for your business. Stop by one of Whitney's nearly 200 locations across the Gulf South or visit HancockWhitney.com. Member FDIC. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker. Established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base, joneswalker.com, and by Business First Bank, with locations throughout the state, including 11 offices in the Baton Rouge area, providing personal and commercial banking, treasury management, and wealth solution services to help clients succeed. Business First Bank, banking with greater momentum. From Mansur's on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge, we're out to lunch with editor of the Baton Rouge Business Report, Stephanie Regal. It's business Baton Rouge style. Hi, I'm Stephanie Regal. Welcome to Out to Lunch. Technology touches all aspects of our lives and has created opportunities for businesses both new and old. How do you make a go of it in this digital landscape? Well, some companies have had to reinvent themselves and others, well, they just invented an app. Patricia Brignac Talbot's business would belong in the former category. When her dad started the business, then called Baton Rouge Duplicating Products back in 1955, carbon paper was one of the high-demand products, and mimeograph machines that made wet, smelly copies were considered cutting-edge. Today, Patricia has transformed the company and changed its name to Baton Rouge Digital Products to reflect its new focus on digital duplication, which includes scanning and archiving, often remotely. Patricia, it must be so interesting to see how much things have changed, and we look forward to hearing your story. So thanks for being here today and out to lunch. Thank you for having me. Lainey King is one who has invented something new. She and her husband, Ryan, are the creators of a smartphone app that helps South Louisianians, okay, get this, find the best and cheapest crawfish. It's called the Crawfish App, and it features live and boiled crawfish prices from more than 1,000 vendors across the Gulf South from Texas all the way to Atlanta. The app launched early this year, right before the kickoff of crawfish season, and it quickly grew to 50,000 users. It's the kind of thing you'd find only in Louisiana, and it's apparently a really great, successful idea. So, Lainey, welcome to Out to Lunch. Thank you. Thanks so much So for much fun. Me. All right. Well, Patricia, I'll start with you. You grew up working in your dad's store. You would go there after school. I, I remember I working in my dad's office right before the dawn of the digital age, and it's so amazing how much things have changed. What are your memories of those early days? Yes, I go after school and we sold to printers, and that's kind of how duplicating products came about. We sold the presses, and I would go and dust the cans of ink so when a printer came in to buy the ink or the big masters and so forth, they were clean. So that was really, I guess, the trustee had me <laughs> in dusting the, the cans of ink. Glamorous work. And then you didn't um, grow up aspiring to run the company. In fact, I was completely against it. Okay. I uh, went into a major in psychology at LSU, and about my third year into it, my father said, please start taking business classes. So I switched to general studies and took a lot of psychology, which I still love and can be used you know, on a daily Certainly. basis, especially with people, and uh, took a lot of sales. In fact, one of my sales classes that I remember was with Jenny that has the varsity sports. Oh, that's great. She taught sales. So took a lot of management, just accounting classes, and that helped a little bit, but got my degree and here I am, I started as an administrator and I had a goal that I was going to be president and own the company by the time I was 40 and my brother was also in the business along with my mother and right before I turned 40, my brother said, I want out. So I bought 
became president, bought it, the business, and I'm the sole owner now. Now, when did you decide to reinvent it and change the name? Always, we were always looking for ways to be better. But as technology changes, people remember typewriters. We used to sell typewriters by the pallets, the first fax machine. Sure. We sold a fax machine that took 12 minutes to send a fax. And then it became multifunction devices that you can print, scan, copy, fax all in one. So we moved into that era of being in IT. So always looking, I never liked Baton Rouge duplicating products. And we changed it to Baton Rouge digital products. Um, so with that, it was always just trying to find a good name that digital now, when people hear it, they're not thinking we're a printer. They're thinking we actually have the digital products now. So it's helped tremendously, very excited about it. Excellent. Well, Lainey, you're using technology in a totally different way. This idea came to you and your husband, Ryan, several years ago after you got tired of spending hours calling around crawfish spots in the city trying to find the best deal for your weekend boils. So y'all said, we'll develop an app? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it really, the story really was that simple. Ryan and I, uh, were, we have entrepreneurial mindsets and we were constantly coming up with all these ideas, you know, businesses that we could start. And um, one time we were, we were riding around in the car and Ryan was calling around trying to find the cheapest crawfish. And he said, I cannot believe mm -hmm. there's not an app for this. In Louisiana, that's ridiculous. And uh, He's so a millennial, just, right? Right. Because that would not be my first thought. <laughs> right. <laughs> but is, that's really great. That's what keeps the world going and innovation. Right, right. And so a couple days later, he said, I, I think you and I should create a crawfish app. Well, you know, we don't have any coding or developing experience. I was in sales and marketing, and he was an engineer. But we kind of, I looked at it from a business standpoint and, he, you know, he was able to use his technical background and kind of create a flow chart of how it could work. And at the time we didn't have any kids. We had a lot of free time on our hands <laughs> <laughs> and we would sit and talk about it, you know, uh, many times right after work. And we finally came up with, with and that. And so you, you hired someone to code it for you? Of course, yes. So Ryan, using his, you know, engineering mind, he was able to, to put it on paper of mm -hmm. what we wanted it to look like. Um, aesthetically, I kind of came in and, and said how it should flow. But we don't have design skills, really. So right. we hired first a designer who was able to take our idea and, and create it into digital art for us. Okay. And once she, she did that and really brought it to life, we were... We were sold. We were so excited. And that's when we went on the search for a developer who could actually code and create the yeah. app for us. So how much did this cost? Was it expensive? Well, it should have <laughs> been. Yeah. Yes, it should have been. Um, we were very lucky after about a year and a half, we actually got in touch with one of Ryan's cousins, his first cousin who he just doesn't see often. He lives in Dallas. And we found out that he was an app consultant and he was actually developing an app for American Airlines. And we said, hey, we have an idea for you if you want a little moonlighting work. And he said, sure, I'd love to do it. And he gave us a very good family That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And so you launched it early this year. How did you spread the word so quickly to get 50,000 people within a matter of just months? Yeah, you know, we at first, of course, just did the typical, you know, social media posts. And, and it got a lot of shares and we were excited. But I knew that we had a relevant, you know, interesting story to tell. So we sent out press releases to every single media outlet that we possibly could, you know, tried to get contacts and, and it got picked up. And that's really how it happened. And I mean, people really were receptive to, the to media. it though. I mean, yes. people who use apps and 
and eat crawfish. Yes, it's free. You know, why not? Why not at least download it and check it out? And then from there, we got feedback, good and bad. Everybody has their opinion. But people were um, very excited to download it and at least check it out. And then how do you get the data, the, the vendors to, you know, provide you with their pricing information? Sure. So anyone can submit a vendor through the app. The vendors don't have to submit themselves. Um, if you don't see your favorite uh, vendor on the app, you just submit it through the app. It's super simple. So that's how we got so many vendors. We're up to over a thousand now. Um, and we, uh, believe it or not, have a team that calls every single <gasps> vendor every single Thursday. Uh, originally, <laughs> that's the only way that we were getting the information. I know it sounds funny, but it's what we, we had to do. Now we actually have portals, uh, individual websites set up for the vendors to go in and update their own prices. So that's some of nice. them choose to do that. Some of them still choose to text in their prices or something, but we only have to call about half of the vendors now. And so, so then how do you make money with this? That's the big question. <laughs> <laughs> it's free to download. It's free to be on the app. And we we just when we just you know created this revenue model, we could have charged for the app to download sure. it. Sure. We could have charged the vendors to be on it. To us, what we realized is that if we could get thousands of people on this platform who wanted to buy crawfish tomorrow, mm -hmm. how valuable would that be to Zatarians? Ad advertisers. To Louisiana yeah. Fish Fry, to advertisers like that, to have all of these vendor, to have all these users in the palm of their hand. So we decided we're gonna approach the sponsorship and advertisers. Um, and that's the stage you're in now. Correct. Very good. Mm -hmm. well, well, Patricia, tell me about your, um, your financial model. I mean, who, who is the competition? for Baton Rouge digital products. In a sense, we're our own competition, but our market's so saturated that you have an Office Depot that will sell a multifunction product, and you have Xerox, probably on the other end, that will sell it. So there's so many dealers just in Baton Rouge and then in Louisiana that are competitors, you know, that represent Canon, Xerox, Lanier, wow. Ricoh, um, Minolta, Konica Minolta, Kyocera, which we sell, Sharp, I mean, there's probably 11 different brands. HP now, Lexmark. So are you a licensed dealer for We are a licensed products? dealer for Kyocera. We've sold Xerox before. We've had Sharp Line. We've had the Lanier Line, which is Rico. And whoever, um, we like the manufacturer to kind of be the same culture and values that we have. We're not an aggressive go out, you have to buy from me type. Right. We're all about relationships, taking care of, Here's my cell. I've gone to the office on Sundays or brought customers toner or paper on a weekend. It's just we're a small business. So that's the niche. That's it's our the, niche. It's the service and the yes. personal touch. And I'm the only one that's a woman business owner in our industry. Really? So also my niche is selling to other women business owners. Okay. Who are most of your clients? We have a range. We have a CPA that works out of his home to a very large CPA attorney firms and large telecommunication companies. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, you know, wanting to probably put their names out there, but we have a very a large bid in for a hospital here in town. Wow. So we can, again, it's back to people buy from who they know right. and we're relationship based. Being in the social media, you know, platform where you don't have that personal communication of sitting right here, we're doing a lot of advertising in social media and we have apps that you can print um, directly from your phone. If you receive an email and it's a PDF, I can find that copier in my office and print to it. So 
we're getting into that, so we lose some of that personal connection to our customers, but I suppose you the have age to. we live in is all apps. I mean, I'm an app guru. I have probably eight pages of apps. Do you really? So, it's just where we are now, and people are living in the fast world. Right, right, right. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Stephanie Regal. We're talking to Patricia Brignac-Talbot of Baton Rouge Digital Products and Lainey King of the Crawfish app. Lainey, who are most of your customers? Do you all know? I mean, do you have a profile for the app user, or age, demographics, anything? We really don't, not at this time. Um, all that we know is that we have a, a geography, kind of, you know, anywhere from Houston, San Antonio, Texas, all the way to around Georgia. Um, we know that the majority of our users are from Louisiana, mm -hmm. um, but otherwise we don't have really specific data. We know that they love crawfish. That's At it. this point, how are you marketing the app? At this point, 2017 was really our beta testing phase is what we called it. Um, and we did not, see any revenue this year. <laughs> we have had to you know, constantly spend money um, to maintain the app and to improve the app and upgrade it. And then of course pay our callers every Thursday who call these vendors. They're so not we volunteering not, for you. They don't have a... At first they were, and then yeah. it got to the point where it was like, okay, this is ridiculous. Y'all are too kind. We're going to start paying you. So um, what I'm trying to say is that we did not have a big marketing budget this year. But yeah. next year we definitely um, have a budget and uh, we're going to be um, doing that through television advertising and social media advertising. How are y'all financing this venture? It's all self-financed. Um, that was important to us. We didn't want to have to ask friends or family or investors to help us out, and that's why it was important to find a developer who um, could give us such a great rate. Uh, so we did it all ourselves. So this is, is this a full-time gig? Or is it's, it's not, it's not. No, you have a day I job. have a full-time job, and Ryan is graduating from LSU Law School tomorrow, oh praise my. the Lord. <laughs> so we have two young kids. I mean, we have our hands full, for sure. Um, but, you know, right now what's best for my family is that, you know, I work really hard, and he's going to start working for a law firm in September. Well, that's good. So that's Because it sounds like we need some income to right? support this. It's <laughs> a great idea. We just have to figure Thank out how to monetize you. it. Right, right. And that's coming. We, we have some great things in the works. And, and really advertisers excited. have been receptive. Oh, yes. They've actually reached out to us, which I did not see. You know, I had this huge game plan about, you know, how I was going to sell it. And um, I actually am in sales for a living. So um, I was really looking forward to it. But it was really nice when they started to call us. Yeah. So we've had uh, some meetings and it's looking great. No question. Mm -hmm. And can you adapt this app for another use, perhaps? Like when it's not... We, that's a big question. The biggest question we get is, are you going to do crabs and oysters <laughs> and shrimp and make a big seafood app? And right now, the process is just not streamlined enough. It, you know, no one gets as excited about crabs or oysters as they do about crawfish. It's just a fact. And so, you know, we, we got the momentum this year with crawfish, but I think we're actually just going to take the next six months off and, you know, improve the app and get some sponsors on board mm -hmm. and come back strong in 2018, and we might consider you know, doing something in 2018. With yeah. Them. Patricia, what kind of growth have y'all had since you took over and, and rebranded? It's been a good, steady growth. When, um, you know, you get a new president or healthcare goes up, people kind of stop. But we have so many different um, types of companies and different industries that we have seasons, like for CPAs, for schools. Mm -hmm. um, lawyers kind of do, depending if there's a case, we may rent something you know, out. But ours has been a good, steady growth. We're um, we have less employees, and we're doing more. 
which yeah. what we kind of had to do, that was part of our business plan, because it's hard to, being a small business, it's hard to go up on your prices. Sure. Because you have health insurance are up, sales tax went up. It doesn't, um, I feel as a small business owner, it doesn't, we don't get as many breaks as we used to in mm -hmm. having a business, it's a little more of a challenge. We have all the equipment, all the office technology for an office. So we sell the scanners, we sell the printers, we sell the copiers. Gotcha. Uh, we have had customers that need us to scan, we do it, but that's not the bulk of our business. We sell the actual equipment, service it, I have see. the supplies, okay. so forth. So we have wide format plotters, um, laser printers. But you all printers. don't provide like the, the hosting yeah. services. And that's kind of where- store right. the data in no. the cloud for them or anything like that. No. But we have IT department that when we do install the equipment, our IT um, guys can go out there and work with theirs or if they don't have one, we connect it to their network mm -hmm. so they can scan the cloud and just give them ideas sure. of, you know, people don't know you can scan to email. You know, right. we're going, you can scan. Instead of faxing long distance, scan it. You have that document in your email and you're not being charged for it. What's coming in technology that we don't see yet? 3D, I mean, it's been around, um, I think it's going to get bigger. I think it's going to be better, just like anything, you know, when faxes came. But people have talked about paperless society, I think, since the 1980s. We're not. People, you need paper. Mm -hmm. People you like to touch do. it. And people like to write on it and have their thoughts. And, um, I scan a lot to Evernote. I think now being more on the cloud mm -hmm. is big and not only cloud, but ha not having a server in your office, storing it, trusting the cloud that it'll, you can back up to there and keep your information and keep your pictures and your documents. And I use Evernote. I mean, I, I have several apps that I can be able to go to and get my information because it's there. Right. Well, ladies, let's take a break from business for, for just a minute, and, and I'll ask y'all sort of a fun question. If you weren't running Baton Rouge Digital or doing your app and your business, what would be your dream job and why? <laughs> I've always had it. I've always wanted a place somewhere in Baton Rouge, I mean, somewhere in Louisiana, I always thought maybe St. Francisville, to have a place for a children that had cancer to go to. You know how they oh. make a dream? Yes. And there was a place to eat crawfish, just to uh, enjoy Louisiana culture, to have seafood, to learn how to water ski, to learn how to fish, um, play the sports, because Louisiana offers so much, and, yeah. and sometimes we don't even experience it. You know, to, like my children learned how to peel a crawfish and eat crabs when they were probably two, three years old, just, and they learned how to fish so they can be like a man's woman, that right. they could do it all, but it's to kind of have that experience instead of going somewhere else yeah. and doing that. So that was always mine. Oh, I think that's a wonderful dream. What about you, Lynn? Wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I wish I would have gone first. Mine oh. is not nearly as um, beautiful as that. My dream, and maybe it's just the, the place that I'm in in my life, it's to do the crawfish <laughs> up full time. I'm not kidding. It's, yeah. it's to be able to, uh, we love to travel, me and my husband, and, and now our girls, we're making them love to travel. And just to have a job that we could do from anywhere that you know I wouldn't have to um, necessarily go to an office every day or that I could be mobile and you know I have big dreams for the crawfish app. So right now, that's where I'm at. That would be my dream. Excellent. Well, you're going to need financing down the line to grow. Have you all 
approached lenders at all or, or pitched this at pitch nights to angels or, or VC or are you just not quite there yet? No, um, Stephanie, because to be honest, we, we don't need financing to grow right now. Okay. Um, we, you know, with, with my job and Ryan's future job, I, we have savings and um, with the, the sponsorship levels that we came in at and the sponsors didn't really blink an eye. I mean, it's it's going to produce quite a bit of revenue next year and our um, expenses are so low. We have really yeah. no overhead. Our only expenses well, are paying people to call. Right. right. And, um, and uh, of course, paying the maintenance and the upgrades for the app developer. But otherwise, it's not like a normal uh, infrastructure. Mm -hmm. So our, our profit will be about 70% on what we take in next year. Wow. So we really, we, we should, with the revenue that we take in next year, we should not need financing. And, and obviously when it's not crawfish season, the app is not producing. Right, when it's not crawfish season, the app is not producing. The, um, the revenue can definitely get us through an entire year, even though it'll be realized within those six months. But, um, but yeah, at that point, you know, that's where our full-time job is coming from. What are your margins like, Patricia, in your business? With that kind of big equipment? Yeah, and with the equipment on the product side, very slim to none. Yeah. On the service side, they're paying maintenance, they're paying a cost per copy. So as long as that customer's up and running and, and printing, mm -hmm. and we don't have to service it, it's pretty good margin. Yeah. What is the biggest challenge about doing business here in Baton Rouge? I mean, has this been a good market? Yo, absolutely. I mean, I was born in Baton Rouge, grew up in Baton Rouge. I went to St. Joseph's, went to LSU. So I think with any business, it's kind of how I knew who you were through social media or my friends. Baton Rouge is very close-knit yeah. and probably too close-knit for someone that comes from the outside because it's always... You know, where'd you go to school, or you know, who you know? And they and mean so, high school. They and don't they, mean yes, college. exactly. They, maybe they mean and elementary so, school. Right. <laughs> and so that's been a benefit to us because my parents grew up here. We and all of you know the five children did. So they even know my siblings, and it's easier to do business because yeah. they buy. You, people buy from who they know. Sure. They're going to support those of who they know. Now, you said your brother wanted out of the business. Yes. Were there other siblings that wanted in? No, I have four older brothers. Um, three of them did not want anything to do with the business. So that's lucky, I suppose, maybe. Uh, yes and no. I mean, family business is family business. So, you know, with a mom, dad, brother, and I, you know, there's good times and bad times, but it's, it's, it's the culture. It really doesn't probably matter who. You know, if it's your husband and wife that it's, the same. It's still family business, and it, I think it kind of comes down to culture, treating people like family, mm -hmm. whether it's your customers, whether it's your employees. It's just... But you enjoy it. I you love it. Really it's enjoy it's enjoy it. a, um, I don't... Copiers is the most boring thing <laughs> ever. I mean, it, it is. It's, I, I've never liked that part. I like when a customer calls or a potential mm -hmm. customer and say, hey, I need, you know, something for my business. It's, we all like to help people. And that's, I think that's why we enjoy it. I could do anything, and as long sure. as I'm helping somebody, I would be fulfilled. Uh, Lainey, how, how has Baton Rouge been as a market for you, as a place to start a business and to try to grow it? Is it, is it a, a hospitable climate? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, just like Patricia, born and raised here, went to St. Joseph's, went to LSU. Um, so people are very supportive. They're excited to see, you know, LSU has been very supportive. Um, 
you know, for alumni to start something like this. Have they helped you promote it? They or have. market it they through have. their alumni websites? And they whatnot? have, they certainly have. We've been on the big LSU Facebook page, which has like 300,000 followers or something, you know, twice. They created an incredible min minute and a half video. How did y'all get that? The app. They just reached out to us. Really? just reached out to us. Mm -hmm. We reached out to the engineering college and then the MBA program where I graduated from and then of course LSU Law School asking, you know, telling them what we were doing and um, so perhaps, you know, they played a little role in it but uh, otherwise, yeah, just the different areas called us and asked if we were interested in doing that. That was very fortunate. Yes. Oh, yes. Can the crawfish app scale? I mean, crawfish are only available in certain parts of the country. Correct. How, how big can you grow? Correct. We, it can definitely grow much bigger than it is today, um, but we're not counting on this ever, you know, making millions. I mean, hey, you never know. Maybe down the road there'll be some sort of opportunity, but um, there's only so big it can grow, right? It's a, mm -hmm. it's a south, you know, regional business. Okay. So. Where do you see yourself in, in three to five years? What's the, what's the plan? Do you all have plans to expand? To no. I, what okay. I've learned in being in, in uh, Vistage and EO, these entrepreneur organizations, whether you're a small business or, uh, you know, 500 employees, you have the same problems. Mm -hmm. So I like to keep it small and, and focus on those customers that have been with us since the 60s. So, no, I, I would like to have a little more... Um, probably free time. I'm very conscious of being balanced and yeah. taking care of myself to be able to take care. I have two daughters, but they're in college. So uh, three to five years, I see me definitely still working, but um, I would like to maybe pursue some other things. That's very good. I have big goals and dreams, but I'm not the type to have like a five-year exact plan. Okay. Right now I have a, a, a vision of 2018, and that's about the only thing I can focus on. Um, you know, in 2018, our goal is to have every single vendor, anyone who sells crawfish in the entire United States, we want to have them, every single one of them on the app. In 2018, we'd love to have, you know, at least double um, the downloads that we have. There's there's certainly more people who love crawfish and own a smartphone, so that's who we're after. And then um, we really just want to partner. Uh, we're, we're approaching big uh, sponsors to just really partner with us um, for the app. It, they're gonna be on so many materials and so many places in the app, it's gonna almost look like they own the app. And so we're really looking forward to building that relationship and getting that sponsor on board. And I, I think we'll have some awesome opportunities in 2018. So that's our focus right now. Well, good luck. Lainey King you. and Patricia Brignac-Talbot, y'all both have wonderful stories and wonderful ideas. And it's exciting to see technology leading the way and helping you reinvent yourselves and inventing apps. And these St. Joseph's <laughs> girls and That's LSU right. girls leading the <laughs> there way. There you go. <laughs> Wonderful. A plug for two good schools. <laughs> well, my guests today on Out to Lunch have been Patricia Brignac-Talbot of Baton Rouge Digital Products and Lainey King of the Crawfish App. You can find out more about Baton Rouge Digital Products and the Crawfish App by following the links on our website. It's batonrouge.la and wrkf.org. Today's show is recorded live over lunch at Mansur's on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge. Mansur's is open for lunch daily from 11 to 2 for dinner nightly and for brunch on Saturdays and Sundays. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our associate producer is Peter Raschuti. And our Baton Rouge business consultants are Charlie D'Agostino and Ann Edelman.
You can see photos from this show on itsbatonrouge.la and on our Facebook page. These photos are taken by Ken Stewart. All the music on Out to Lunch is composed and performed by Mitchell Foreman. You can find more of Mitchell's music wherever great jazz is streamed or sold and at mitchellforeman.com. You can get this show as a podcast, you can listen to past shows, and you can keep up with us on all kinds of social media by going to our websites, it's batonrouge.la and wrkf.org. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for it's batonrouge.la and wrkf 89.3 FM. I'm Stephanie Regal. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the table here at Mansur's for more business Baton Rouge style on Out to Lunch. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com and by Business First Bank, with locations throughout the state, including 11 offices in the Baton Rouge area, providing personal and commercial banking, treasury management, and wealth solution services to help clients succeed. Business First Bank, banking with greater momentum. Want great business banking features like advanced payment processing? Whitney Bankers can help you find the right solutions for your business. Stop by one of Whitney's nearly 200 locations across the Gulf South or visit HancockWhitney.com, member FDIC.